episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Besser. How's it going anyways? Kyle. Feel light. Feel light? Yeah. Why? We don't have anything weighing us down. We've, sim- we've simplified the podcast. <laughs> we have. I had to do the intro cold, so I hope it sounds good. I hope that I didn't uh, overdo it, but I'm a professional actor now, yeah. so there's that. We're going to do some post work. Yeah, that's what, that's, what you, that's what you call it when you edit after you're done already. You yeah, do it. For you idiots out there. Yeah. Yep. How's it going anyways, Kyle? What's up with you? I know. Same old. We did. Uh, we had a fun weekend filming those sketches, didn't we? Well, I wasn't really doing it. You were there. Well, I popped in. To I say somehow hi. got like Kyle's role. I was the heckler in uh, in a sketch, which is usually oh, your, yeah. which is usually your I job. I gave a couple lines. Yeah. Uh, but torched, it, you did. it was fun. It was like the only time I've been around like actual real filming equipment and lights and stuff. So it's not like the previous cell phone sketches I've done. I mean, real as real. I mean, it's kind of real. It seems real. Good shit. He showed me some of the shots today. I think it'll be pretty funny. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. At nice. least it at least looks cool. It's got that dank comedy room, back room vibe, like they the had, lighting and everything. Yeah. They had some cool shit. Like they had a, uh, I don't know if they, What's the thing called that stabilizes your uh, the gyros, gyro something, Maybe. gyroscope? My favorite yeah, part was when he, he's like, "Yeah, just bring like three sets of clothes, just so we can, you know, switch up your wardrobe." And so I brought. That's it. Like everyone else is gonna be wearing one set of clothes though, and you're just like changing like a lunatic. <laughs> it's yeah, I, I, that's I, fucking I, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Well, hopefully, uh, yeah. Well, I don't, no one else was wearing. That's true. Different clothes. Uh, they've come to so a couple people switch shirts, but yeah. So oh, I'm going to be in awesome. different sets of clothes. That's so funny. My favorite, though, was when he's like, you know, put that on, put that on. And then I put on, like, these hockey jersey and this pair of shorts that I have. He's like, oh, yeah, that looks ridiculous. Yeah, wear that. And I was thinking, like, <laughs> I wore this exact outfit, like, three days ago. <laughs> <laughs> you look you look like shit, dude. That's yeah, a nice sweater. Is that all, I, all I really do is wear metal shirts and jeans. Not today. Uh, yeah, I am. you're not on video. I'm wearing a metal shirt uh, under here. It was cold out, though, so I put a sweater on. It's a nice one. Thank you. Me and Camilla got matching. Oh, I was going to (laughs) say. Actually, I just got two of these from Costco, and she stole one. Oh. That's how it works. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. What a cute little couple thing to do. Yeah, it was whatever. Did you go out in Sweden like that? A lot. A lot of times we were wearing the same. Hers is green. Mine's mine's dark gray. I don't know why, but that would. Oh, they're not exactly the same. No, they're not the exact same. Okay. Well, I don't if buy they were exactly the same. I don't know. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you bought four pairs of the same pants. Yeah, you have a pair here <laughs> that you still won't take. But pants I put not- it by the fucking stairs. <laughs> take your goddamn pants. I don't even know how you left them here. Uh, I don't know how that's possible. Yeah, how do you leave pairs? I it's don't not like know. I brought extra clothes. You here. never bring anything with you. I don't know how you left your pants. I think I you had to have left in like. I think I left without in your pants. underwear. Yeah. <laughs> or like a bathing suit. I no, don't know. I think I drove home. Yeah, that might have been a bathing suit, or it might have been someone picked me up. Like I couldn't find him, and I said, and "Let's just, like, just fuck go." It. Like I'll just yeah, get that in sounds the car. like you. <laughs> uh, and now I have your pants. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, and he just keeps walking by and going, "Whose pants are these?" No, he goes, "You ain't want to put away your pants." I'm like, "They're fucking Caleb's." <laughs> okay, well, I'll take them today. Remind me. Yeah. Hey Siri, remind me to take my pants. Um, Things no one should have to say <laughs> to Siri. It's it's fucking true. So uh, I don't know what's going on in your life. Do you have any knife collection like nothing's stuff? Nothing's going on anymore. To tell me about shit's boring, dude. Yeah. As soon as the weather got shitty, you can't even go any. So I like nothing's it. open. 
I yeah, like no, it. You like it. I Obviously like it when it gets like dark it. and rainy and overcast, and it just sucks <clears throat> the life out of people. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. I like it when that happens and you get to go indoors. Yeah, that's true. But now there's no indoors to go to. And we can't drink in Valina's yard. Fucking bullshit. We can drink in their house, but it's way not as accommodating as their yard. There's no. way more seats in the yard. And I'm done with that. Did it all summer. I'm fucking done with it. <laughs> done with it, dude. When you I hate this fucking I, bar. I, I do. <laughs> Same fucking people every time. It's awesome. It's right across the street it's from like the cheers. liquor store. Yeah. It's all, I mean, they're like pretty much my only six friends anyways. Yeah. I don't hang out with anybody anymore. Me neither. I haven't seen I've cut everyone out of my life. Anybody from rugby in forever. Like none of my high school friends in forever. Like my old like fucking weird friends. Hardly ever see. Me and Bowler went to a movie last night, actually. We had a That's nice little sweet. date. Maybe I should do that. We went to Tenant. Have you seen it? No. But I've, Fuck. You're the second person yesterday that told me to go see Tenant. Okay. Not a good movie, as like plot-wise. I checked out the reviews. Not bad. Okay. There was definitely some cool things I've never seen in a movie before. Yeah. Like some cool car chases and like some awesome stunts that weren't cgi that's not really what i like movies for but well I, as i was watching practical was like, effects are dope though. i was like yeah well i was noticing because that's every other movie is cgi effects and they did some shit i was like holy fuck that looked really real i think they actually did that so did you look it up uh no i didn't oh, they pro- they didn't do it then I know that for sure they fucking drove a plane into a fucking building. How That's, do you know that for sure? You can tell. You no, can just, you can't anymore. That's the thing about CGI. You can't tell. They did. I know that they did. If they did didn't, you look if it they up? didn't, did I'll you look blo- it up? Because I will bet away. you so much money that I'll they did. Blown away. They did not. Whatever. That's kind of the side point of this. The movie. The whatever. The movie is one of those. Dude, we're <laughs> we're entering. We're entering look the fucking matrix, right dude. You can't even tell what reality is anymore. I turned gonna, my phone we're off. We're gonna go so... into the cloud. We're <laughs> gonna be uploaded into the cloud. We're just gonna live in movies. You're gonna be able to live out Die Hard. You can be it John McClane. Real to me. Well, and I, I Kyle, look at me. A, that's not I have a shining an endorsement. Dude, I, I'm an actor now, and I've been behind the scenes. And... Actor. <laughs> yeah. I'm a thespian. What's that even? I mean? think it's an actor for plays. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the movie, though, like the actual plot was fucking ridiculous. And it was one of those like time travel movies where you never know what the fuck's going on. I like that. And there That's was exactly some... what. What's Hang on. Again? I like it when it's done well. That was it was there was one point where everyone's shooting guns at each other. And I was like, I don't even know who is good or bad or what the fuck like this. This scene, I don't know what I want to happen Maybe in this scene. They should put an arrow over them. Caleb hate this guy. Caleb like this they, guy. They got masks on for half the movie, not because of COVID, but because if they go back in time, they can't breathe the air because it's reverse breathing. So, like, half the dialogue is like, really important plot point. can barely fucking hear it. So there's a bunch of Banes. Yeah. I mean, I would have liked subtitles. Couldn't barely understand it. And then they had maybe the cheesiest line I've ever heard in a movie where the guy looks straight into the camera and goes... I am the protagonist. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it was fourth wall much. It was very fucking cheesy, but pretty fucking cool. We had a good time. We laughed. We memed it pretty hard on the all the way back to the house. You memed it. Yeah, that's when you make jokes about something. I'm down with. I'm hip to what the cool oh, say. Look at you try to be younger. What's than up you with are? the whack PlayStation? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I will never buy in. 
In fact, I resist. I always resist. Here's what happens. I resist for as long as I can. Like, when people started typing in lol and stuff, first of all, I was the last one of my friends to get Facebook. And then I finally I got was the it. last one to, to text people yeah, back. To, to text. Ever. ever. I know. I phone back, all I, the time. I would, they would drive my friends crazy. I know. And then they would say lol. And I would be like, really? Were you laughing out loud? I would be that guy every time. And then it got so annoying and so ubiquitous that I couldn't ignore it any longer. You're, so such, I, you're such an outlier that you just have to. So that well, then I was like, go live in the mountains or accept your fate, right? So then I was just like, try to like make it annoying, like lol. I did it all the time, lol, lol. And then because I joked about it so much, now I actually say lol in real life all the time. That's horrible. I know it's fucking pathetic. Oh, and this, that's that, worse. That's what happens. That's way worse. That's what that's everything. I resist it for as long as I can. And then I try to make fun and of then it. And you do it ironically. And then, yeah, That's I do the it, worst way to do something. I do something. it ironically. I know. There's a, actually, man, it's not even original. If you read any old Jack Kerouac, have you ever read Jack Kerouac? Probably not. No. He's awesome. Anyways, he, there's like, he's like one I of the. I've never read a book. He's like one of the beatnik writers. So he grew up with like Burroughs and a few of the other guys. And oh, those are the ones that lived in like France New York, or England or whatever yeah, and well, drank they, everywhere. Yeah. They were like famous. Like rich kids that just traveled around drinking and writing. They're like kind of like writing heroes. And um, are we good? Yeah. And he talks about in his book how he used to, they used to write letters to their friends that like with on purpose broken English and saying things wrong. And it was like hilarious to them. And I was like, fuck, we do that. Like we're doing that now when we think we're original. And they were doing this in like the 1920s yeah. or whenever he was alive. That was a, that was a, that was a sweet time to be alive if you're famous. Oh, dude, he played football Especially for Harvard. Famous for being a scumbag. I think for Harvard, Princeton, one of those. Did Ivy he League also play football? And he was awesome. Ivy League, that's and he was fucking crazy. He was like one of the best, and he was ha- back when football like was a all hot white. dude. And he talks about eating a Sunday before every game, and then he joined the army and was like on a boat to uh, <clears throat> England, like peeling potatoes in the belly of the boat, and the mines and the torpedoes are exploding around him. And the line I'll never forget is, in that moment, I became the world's biggest pacifist. Fuck <laughs> 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 this, man. What the fuck am I doing here? That's funny. Anyways, uh, do you remember what we read last week, Kyle? God, no. You don't remember? We don't remember the the wars against the Gibeonites or the Gibeonites avenged? Uh, how David had to go back and atone for a 400-year-old wrong? Oh, yeah. And yep. by giving away all the descendants of his former rival to be exposed before the Lord until they were dead. I, I choose to read that human as sacrifice. human sacrifice. As I labeled Christians the episode will, Christians will argue the point. So if you really, I mean, if you want to get them, there's easier ones. Like yes, the, but there's no, there's no difference. Not really, no. And it's like the Lord looked down and was pleased and all that. Yeah. So it's human sacrifice. What's Like, what is the difference? The difference is like... They fully like kill them on the altar. I, like, you don't have to kill someone uh, what was that in a ritualistic name? way for it to be human sacrifice. Uh, I just think that Christians would say that's not if a. If you're ri- giving up, if they, you're well, because they gave it to the Gibeonites and the Gibeonites did it, and then the Lord was pleased with so it. So then the Gibeonites did human sacrifice. Yeah, but they. I, I don't know. I just feel like it's not as a strong of a case as that one guy. What was I his name? I think if you kill people for God, yeah, that's human sacrifice. Well, because you're trying to get God's favor. That's true. That's the only reason you sacrifice people. But people, correct? Uh, yes. Or I, Satan, I, or some fucking other god. I think people being. would argue with you when they it's wartime and God says kill them all because that's what I want. Yeah, I don't think they would say that. Why didn't they just sacrifice. kill them right there? Um, 
Because the Gibeonites wanted to do it. Well, yeah, they well the the blood price had to be paid, right? So the Gibeonites I guess. Were, were promised that they would not be made slaves. They were made slaves, yeah. or though they promised they wouldn't be Didn't killed. Didn't God facilitate all this though? Didn't he choose? <clears throat> yes, yes, he chose. But the Gibeonites deceived the Israelites way back. I understand, in the day. but he ch- God chose the punishment. Um, it's, it's not like the Gibeonites were like, "I want these people dead," and God is like, "Okay." Didn't God say to do it? Um, they said. Am I misremembering that? Here's what happened. David said, what do you want? And they said, as for the man who destroyed us and plotted us against us, let seven of, his male, ma- seven of his male descendants be given to us and exposed before the Lord at Gibeah of Saul, the Lord's chosen okay, one. And then enough. they did it, and it says the Lord looked down and was pleased. Yeah, okay. Yeah it's, not the, yeah, it's not the same. God didn't command it. That's what I thought happened. No, but he was pleased by it. So there's that. And I then, guess the gods don't command them to sacrifice anything well, anyways. Yeah, they do. God's commanded. The, I was the, just thinking practically. The food, you know. There's you're just the, doing it. The feast sacrifice, the ram sacrifice. I understand, but in like a world where there is sacrifice. no God, you're just killing people oh, yeah, hoping just... to gain favor from God knows what. Yeah, somebody had the idea that we should sacrifice shit, and then it caught on. Somebody had the idea that they wanted to kill people they didn't like and found a good excuse. Yeah. Well, let's, the first one in the Bible was Cain and Abel, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and God commanded that sacrifice at that time, but it was sheep from Cain and, or no, sheep from Abel and and, and fruit and wheat and fruits and vegetables from Cain. And it says the smoke rose up. You know what I think? I don't think a point we mentioned was it's probably just because lamb burns way better than fucking vegetables when the smoke rises up to God. So the smoke rises up to God from. Oh, yeah. Fat burns hot from Abel's sheep. And it says that the Lord was pleased. So would fucking wheat, though. Yeah, maybe light up, I guess. But so unless it was wet, Cain gets jealous and kills Abel. That's and then that's the first murder because he he created more smoke. Yeah. God is stupid. Or it says the smoke went up to heavens. I don't that, like. Oh, his smoke! Smoke fell out of the sky like a bitch. You you have like a tendency. Dissipated. I don't. This isn't a negative thing, but you. I, Are you I'll say me right now? no. I'm saying something like the smoke rose to heaven, and you're like, oh, his was smokier, which means kind of the same thing, but not the same thing. And then you run with that. Well, why? Well, his his went smokier straight up. That, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. It, Otherwise, both their smoke went to heaven. It means all. It could also it mean like it, figuratively that God was pleased with Abel's and not Cain's, and you couldn't actually see it. It just means that God, you know, you're the one that mentioned that it burned better. Probably, I, was, I just I was I running just, with that. I just say I just did that, say that. I just did, did say you that. Just, uh, I just did what, say what's that. What's it called? What's it called? Did gaslight you? you? Yeah, did you just gaslight me. <laughs> not on of purpose. Bitch? I mostly meant that specific instance was maybe not the best example. What if this happened? But oh yeah, then I agree with it. That you fucking. <laughs> Gaslight. Oftentimes, gaslight. I'll say something that's similar to something. It's a civil war on this podcast right now. I'm going to draw a line. Stop it, Kyle. I'm going to draw a line Stop. down this podcast table. Okay, I'm going to your side. No, you no. can't fight me. Yeah, okay. You can't fight me. I'll go the other side. Then I'll, I'll go back with you. you. I'll find shit to throw at you. <laughs> I'm on your team no matter what. We can't fight. <laughs> that's how we got to do this. Okay, we got to find someone to fight then if we're on a team. <laughs> no! <laughs> Angus is going to come home. We're going to be on the side of the table. He's going to get fucked up. Fuck you, Angus. <laughs> No, Jesus said, man, um, if the Roman makes you carry his fucking kit for 50, five kilometers, carry it for another five. What? I for, I'm, that's Jesus' way of avoiding problems. The Romans used to just pick up people off the side of the road because Rome was uh, Rome occupied Israel when Jesus was there. 
So a Roman soldier could just take anybody and be like, yo, carry all my shit for as long as I demand you to. And they'd be like, fuck. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. And Jesus said, look, if they do do that, you know, carry an extra. Go go the extra yard. Go the extra. Go the extra mile as a yeah. slave. I think maybe that's where Wash it comes their from. Feet. Go the extra mile. It might actually come from that story. Possibly. You heard it here first. Yeah. No one's ever put that correlation together. If it actually came from it, then everyone has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so um, like they, so much so that it became a saying. They, <laughs> <laughs> so you heard it here first. Dead last. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized it is what I should have said. Um, so that last story ended with them burying the bones of. They dug up Saul and they buried him with the new his new descendants, and that's supposed to be some sort of good, nice act by David, and then. In 2 Samuel chapter 15, we only read 15 fucking verses last week, Kyle. Nailed it. This is going to take us, I don't know, the internet might be out by the time we fucking finish this Bible. Well, we only have 20 minutes on the battery, so. Okay. Well, right now? (laughs) I'm kidding. Okay, good. Because I was like, we got actually like three pages to read today. Well, we got 10 minutes, and then the audience can go fuck themselves. (laughs) We'll read it. (laughs) We'll say we didn't. Prove it. Yeah. We'll read it when when it's up. So 2 Samuel uh, 21, verse 15, the wars against the Philistines. <clears throat> Once again, there was a battle between the Philistines and Israel. The Philistines are just the fucking lifelong fucking enemies of the Philistines. They yeah. fight them for literally a good enemy. like a thousand years. So David went down what with his... we pick? Newfies? We shouldn't pick anybody because the <laughs> jokes aren't funny anymore. It's too real for me. Fucking doofies suck, though. Like, There's not even that it? many of them. Exactly. It'll be easy. It'll be like an easy win. I've never fucking actually, I was about to say I never met a newfie, but I met lots in the old patch. What I should have said is I've never been to uh, Newfoundland. So I've never no, never met a Newfoundlander in oh, Newfoundland. Okay. Well, I lived on the East Coast. I've never been to Newfoundland either, but they're weird. Newfies are plenty. Um, Sidney Crosby's in Newfoundlander, you know is he? Wouldn't miss him. I think he's from Nova Scotia. <laughs> oh, I thought he was from Newfoundland. Could be. Anyways, <clears throat> doesn't talk like it. So David went down t- with his men to fight against the Philistines, and he became exhausted. So at this point, by the way, in David's life, he's like at least, at least, I went down and looked at a timeline. He's at least 60, and he's trying to fight with his men. I feel like this is, uh, like fighting back then is a lot of directing. Yeah, but... There's, well, I guess there's two types of generals. There's the general, Alexander the Great literally led the cavalry into battle every time. How old was he, though? 20? Um, he was 20 when he became king, and mm. he was 33 by the time he okay, died. Okay, so doable. Yeah. Doable. Not yeah. doable at 60. No. Especially back then. Yeah. I mean, Caesar had one time where he his team was losing, and he ran out and, like, took a shield and, like, taunted the whole enemy. And they just threw javelins at him. And he ducked and dodged and blocked them. And his, he basically embarrassed his men into coming to cover him. And after the battle, he said, many times I fought for victory, but today I fought for my life. Meaning that you, he probably did lead from the back most of the time. But when oh, it okay. came down to it. He fucking, he sacked up and did it. <laughs> yeah. You know what, though? Have you ever seen, like, a six-year-old, like, farmer that's not stopped working the fields his whole life? Yeah. They Those have... guys are jacked still. Like, you don't lose anything. Uh, if you keep your body work, I mean, you lose some. Yeah. But you don't lose. It's not like an average 60-year-old man now. 
And fighting Like, is- go to the country and see, like, a jet. Like, my neighbor out at, out in uh, Mato by the lodge, he still works. Like, every fucking day, he's jacked. And I think fighting so my uncle. has a much level... I, I think experience is worth way more in fighting. Like, if you look at team sports, like hockey, rugby, and stuff... Well, especially if, since it's not one-on-one. I will agree with you 100%. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, most people retire 30 or under. So the great ones go a little bit longer. But fighters often, like in the UFC and boxing, you know, what they lose in athleticism, they have fighting experience. And you can't teach that. Not anymore. Did we lose it? No. Yeah. It's ex- like they have 50, they have 20 years of fucking killing people experience. They know every dirty move. I remember when I first joined rugby yeah. and the old guys would teach you little fucking like fish hooks and way to grab a guy's balls on the side <laughs> of the ruck and how to step on people's toes Great. and all, all the little things that you're like, fuck, like that's illegal. And you're like, they're like, trust me, you're going to need to do it once sometimes. Right. And fish hooking is. I never insane. did that, but that's. There's guys on my team that would. Oh, I, I believe it. Yeah. And so I, and I'm just imagining that in like a life or death struggle with no refs. Like think of all the dirty tricks that they would know after a lifetime of fighting. Yeah. That's a good point. Plus it's like a, I guess you get the ebb and flow of the battle and what you get a lot more experience for how it's going and what's going to happen. Yeah. It's not like a, it's way different from a one-on-one fight. But, like, nowadays at the UFC, these young kids have been training since, like, six years old. And oh, they're, they're freaks. fucking shit up. <laughs> yeah. They are fucking shit up. And there's they, – they've been able to mix martial arts, like, amalgamate all the sports better. Like, when they first started, it was, like, jiu-jitsu versus kickboxing. That was so cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you look back and now, you're like, styles. what the fuck's going on? There's, like, a sumo wrestler against a kickboxer. <laughs> he just – Dodged the sumo wrestler. The guy fell down, tried to get back up, and he took his time and kicked him in the face Soccer as hard kick. as he could. Soccer Side kicked him. Oh, my God. His tooth went flying. You could see it in the video. I watched a ninja. It was ninja. like UFC 1. I think it was UFC 1 or 2. A ninja tried to fight a kickboxer, and he came sprinting out and like jumped up and did this kick, and the pick- kickboxer just kind of put his arms up, yeah. smashed thing on the ground, and just dropped <laughs> elbows on his face until his whole face caved in. God damn. I was like, Jesus. It was like a five-second fight. I was like, and the ninja was doing all these spin kicks and warm up and shit. And I, I was love like, that. <laughs> I love all these dance martial arts that you found out were absolute fucking useless. Yeah. I remember my cousin was taking Tai Chi. He's kind of a badass. He does like those long distance mud runs up in mountains and shit. And he's in the army now. Yeah. But he's a little guy. And I was like, if you do any of that shit, I will just punch you in the face. I will grab you with one hand and punch you till you can't move anymore. I don't know what any of this shit. This crouching tiger shit is ever going to do. <laughs> you must have seen those people who believed in force fields and stuff. Yes. That, and they yeah, like, all right. The guy runs full speed into this woman on the beach. Have you seen that one? No. Oh, oh, we'll watch it after. It's so fucking funny. Yeah, see exactly how it was described. And they got three, four people standing behind yeah. her going, ooh, yeah. like trying to give her energy. And he runs full speed <laughs> right through her, dude. Fucking oh, kills her. No. <laughs> yeah, fuck. She's dead? No, I mean, that was an exaggeration. But like, you know, blows her up. I'm pretty sure her nose is bleeding. She's crying, coughing. And he's like, oh, oh story. Like he, he So believed, he believed in it. Yeah, he's like some ponytailed, fucking tan, small nipple nerd. Right, and the all the people are gathering around her, giving her the energy, and he just full on trucks her. <laughs> it's awesome. There's like a video of uh, this guy had to go into hiding. He's in hiding to this day. This is in China, and he was a mixed martial artist going around and fighting the legendary these people calling themselves like ancient. Like, it's like Tai Chi and stuff. Those like 
the Tai Chi is a Chinese martial art, but there's another one that I can't remember the name of where they use energy to push people around and yeah. shit like that. So he went around exposing people and fighting these, like, sometimes 60, 70-year-old men. That really, truly believed they believe they could do it. it. And he would just, he'd wait it, he'd wait for a second. Yeah. And then slowly walk up to them, and they're, like, kind of <clears> confused. <throat> then he just punched them in the face. <laughs> and then they'd look like <laughs> How their did that world is shattered. <laughs> One guy was touching his lip. Like, the guy didn't keep punching him yet. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, touching his lip, like, and he's bleeding. He's, like, what? It, he couldn't fathom <laughs> the fact that he was bleeding. So he said he wanted to keep fighting, and the guy just fucked him up, and he almost died, the old man. Oh my God. So since he was defaming the culture in China, which is a thing because they're communists, yeah, that he had to go into hiding so he didn't get persecuted. That's they're they're trying to kill him. They're trying to arrest wow. him and put I'm, him to death. I'm very scared of the Chinese government. I'm never yeah. going there. Hell no. <laughs> Why would you? Especially as a Canadian. Fuck that. Yeah. I mean, everyone likes Canada. That's the best part. Not China. They're pissed off. We arrested the CEO of Huawei or CFO of Huawei, and they just, uh, I mean, a couple months ago, uh, sentenced those two Canadians to death. They're like, we're going to kill these guys, just so you know, if you don't release her. Just flat out. What guys? They're two drug dealers. They'd been in jail for five years and seven years. And they're like, well, yeah, crazy so they were just, not on the death. They were not on death row. But and they're like, yeah, now we're killing them. Yeah. So that's this is, you know, this is their execution date. It hasn't happened yet. But well, let's get Trump to, Trump to nuke them for us. No, yeah. that would be the worst possible <laughs> thing. It's not funny. <laughs> okay. Oh my god! Uh, we can proceed. Uh, people like you <laughs> that are just like fucking nuke them. It's fucking craziness, uh, dude. Stop me getting nuked. Do you know how powerful nukes are now? Yeah. Go listen. Make sure you aware. You have to listen to Dan Carlin's fucking. You know. I don't respect him so. <sighs> he does four hours on how. No, I'm aware of how powerful nukes are. Yeah, it's enough to wipe out the entire world. Yes. Yeah, existence on it. Yeah. <sighs> and they have them, and Russia has them. It's fucking nuts. Okay. Oh, you know what we should do? Nuke their nuke, so double nuke explosion. Yeah, I mean, that's like shooting the gun out of their hand, except by it, shooting the gun out of their hand. It's, it's like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Just blow up the whole world. Yeah, the Death Star. Okay, we've got two verses. Actually, probably would. Into this thing. It actually wouldn't, but it would make it uninhabitable. Depends in, how many in, nukes. Uninhabitable. Like, what if... Well, yeah. I know it wouldn't explode it. I, I just did, made it... I just meant uninhabitable. I did a report in college... Explode the actual about uh, about this exact topic, yeah. and you couldn't like explode the actual Earth with all the nukes on the Earth. Even if we not f- even shot close. all the nukes on the Earth, yeah. there'd still be habitable zones. But the damage it would do to you know societies and the atmosphere would probably <clears throat> extinct hum- humanity. Then we get to live in like a video game. Wouldn't yeah, that be sweet? I mean, no. It's here's the thing about adventures. They suck while you're having them. The story after the fact. Is interesting, dude. But, I'm so on your side. I I've said this so many times. Yeah. When people say they don't like camping, I'm like, that's not. It's the after. <laughs> the like, struggle <laughs> is the fun part. <laughs> this 
no. talking about the struggle after. Yeah, I mean. yeah. reminiscing is yeah. the actual suffering together. Every single suffering by yourself. Girls' sucks. profile I see on Tinder or something. They say they like adventures. Adventures is when you try to go somewhere, your car breaks down. Now you're walking through the woods and it's fucking dark and it's you're like, this is miserable. I hate this the whole time. That's the adventure part. They like adventures like mini golf, a glass yeah. of wine, and a movie. Like when you actually don't know what's going to happen next and you're scared for your own mm-hmm. life. A real sense of peril. That's an adventure. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Sure, that's a that's a kind. When I got locked in fucking Penticton for that weekend, I don't know what podcast that's on, but mm-hmm. I'll put it in. You, that oh, was an adventure. That's an adventure. When I had no shoes for that two was days, a self-inflicted adventure. Walking down the highway, yeah. Adventure is very self-inflicted. Drinking gray water, yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, a lot of good decisions. Uh, put some vodka in there. You got a gray water vodka. Yeah, I'll put the. I'll try to remember to put the link to that one in our description because that's an epic story. That is a good story. Um, where were we? We verse. I'm gonna just restart once again. There was a battle between the Philistines and Israel. David went. The one job that Angus has, he's not here to do it. Just to remember where I am in the Bible. Yep. David went down with his men to fight against the Philistines and had become exhausted. And Ish. Ishbi Benob, one of the descendants of Rapha, whose bronze spear weighed 300 shekels, that is about seven and a half pounds or 3.5 kilograms. That's huge. 3.5 kilos? Is it? Seven and a half pounds? Is that a big sword? No, it's the head of the spear, so the tip of it weighs eight pounds. Yeah. What the fuck? Seems like a lot. Seems like hard to wield. That's what I mean. And ineffective at killing. Because it'd just, be like real it's top square at the end. Whose <laughs> <laughs> bronze spearhead weighed 300 shekels and who's armed with a new sword said he would kill David. But Abishai, son of Zariah, came to David's rescue. He struck down the Philistine and killed him. David's men swore to him, saying, Never will you go out with us to battle so that the lamp of Israel will not be extinguished. So they're like, that was a fucking close one. You almost died. You can't come fight with us anymore. You're too valuable. So that's what happened there. In the course of time, there was another battle with the Philistines at Gob. At the time, Sibachai, the Hushathite, killed Saf, one of the descendants of Rapha. In another battle, I think these four guys, Rapha, the descendants of Rapha, are Goliath's brothers. Do you remember when we read about David and Goliath way back at the beginning of his life, the giant that he killed with a sling? And mm-hmm. he cut off his head, and he got, got got five stones from the river. It's because Goliath had four brothers, and I think these are them. It might say explicitly, okay. or it might be referenced again somewhere else in the Bible. But yeah, these were the four descendants of Rapha and Gath. So, these dudes are fucking huge. So yeah, they're Goliath was the biggest, and these guys are all giant. That's why they went out so of the, the way. So the spear is that's relative what, to his size. Yeah, so that's right. how you know how big of a mighty warrior he was. Based on how big his weapon is. But Abishai, the brother of Joab. Joab and Abishai are the, I, my kind of my favorites. Well, they one's do, your brother. Yeah, Joab's named after Joab. <laughs> and Ab, but they also like do all David's dirty work. They're like the guys that when someone needs to be done, something needs to be done, Joab and Abishai are going to take care of it, and people are going to die. Sick. Um, in another battle... To fill it with the Philistines at Gob, Elahan, son of Jer Ogrim, uh, the Bethlehemite, killed Goliath. Different Goliath. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, Different Goliath. There's a note here that says Hebrew and Septuagint, First Chronicles, son of Jair, killed Lamai, the brother of Goliath. So 
once this is another good opportunity to point out that there's different versions of the Bible from different times in history that say different things from the all-knowing God that your salvation depends on this. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we're all not murdered for uh, bastardizing his book that he wrote so clearly. Yeah, well, we are. That's why he's sending the plagues of this book on us because that's so currently is, that, is Donald Trump the plague? <laughs> no, I mean I mean like COVID and fires. Everywhere. You mean like a like a slightly worse flu? Yeah. Not like the plague that killed, wiped out 60% of the population. That's true. That's... I like how people are freaking out about like a death rate of total population-wise of like 0.001. It's pretty... I mean... And they're equating it to a plague that killed 60% it, of people. The whole world shut down. That's not the first down, time though. I've heard that. Yeah, that's the government's fault. Yeah. It's the government's fault. That's ruined everything. It's ruined. It's. I mean... And you know what? There's no end in sight. It's brutal. Because they got control and they're not going to fucking let up now. When they could run everything. And by the way, even if they do give us our control of our own fucking lives back, as soon as the flu hits, they're going to do it again. Because now it's like a, now the media is going to run with every single flu that's going to happen. Because look at all the hits they got. They could just get a jump on that fucking bandwagon and ride it out. Look how many people, you're going to see flu death scales. When every year people just die. I want to see like death scales like every day. This is how many people died in Kelowna. It's way more yeah, I know. than COVID. I, I just want to know it's that. It's not even close. Yeah, I know that's what I'd like to see because they show us like well that doesn't scare people, people enough. That calm people down. They that's don't want what I that. Mean. They want people to look at their fucking news. That's what I want. I want to see like compared to everything else. And I'm a, before I want to live in a bubble of ignorance. Before I went to Sweden, I've that's talked about this already. I was very more worried about COVID after they were like all Vikings about it. If we die, we die, and they didn't close anything down. I, I think that's the way to go. That is the way to go. It's yeah. dope. Yeah, <laughs> I said that right from the beginning. As soon as they found out it wasn't airborne and it wasn't killing as many people as they thought, which is within the first month. Yeah, they should have opened everything back the fuck up. Um, back to the Bible here. In another battle, do we think we need to? Do would we need to shut down the world again if everyone in nursing homes died mysteriously? Uh, I because not that, really. Those are all the people that would die, so we could just leave it open. I mean, I feel like everybody so we, would. A I lot would of... I'm not going to call him a vigilante, <laughs> <laughs> but if, if some terrible person were to kill all the people in old folks' home, we'd probably never have to close down for COVID again. <laughs> I'm not going to call him a hero, <laughs> Kyle said. No, oh, you said hero, dude. Vigilante's different word for hero. That it's means they're it's on the similar. right side of justice. It's similar. In another battle with the Philistines of Gob, you said it though. Um, Elenhan, son of Jerome, the Bethlehemite, killed Goliath, the Gittite, who had a spear with a shaft like a weaver's rod. Uh, just we could just picture what that is. Just like a BBC, just like a thick. <laughs> thick. <laughs> I'm picturing like a curly rod. Yeah. Like somehow it's some it spirals up for some reason. I think it's just supposed to mean like real big and thick. Like, Probably. Um, in another battle, which took place at Gath, there was a huge man with six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot, 24 in all. He was also descended from Rapha. When he taunted Israel, Jonathan, son of Shimei, David's brother, killed him. These were the four. Dis- <laughs> and then he said, take that, you freak. Take that, you weird fuck. Get your fingers. Get your weird ass fucking hands and toes away from me. Who let you outside of your cage? <laughs> you fucking animal. How many more? Count them on one hand. How many more of these fucking animals do you guys have here? Five or six? Twelve? <laughs> Like he goes like that. Yeah. 
Um, these were the four descendants of Rapha and Gath. They fell at the man- at the hands of David and his men. Now, I'm going to power read through this, but also <clears throat> stop me at any point. Okay, this is David's song what are you about of to power read. Well, it's David's song of praise, so, so it's he like sings it. poetry. Yeah, you know what we need? We need like a beat, a harpist, or we need like a, a harpist, or we need Angus to actually get some relevant fucking music. A harp. Yes, I know, but every time we ask him to do stuff. He comes up with the dumbest fucking shit. <laughs> like, how did you think that would work? Did you Google and then pick the first thing that came up? A harp would be perfect because it's apropos because David played a harp. I agree. It, it sits in the corner and you don't need to know how to play a harp. You just fucking randomly. Oh, you wish you get an actual harp? Yeah. And you get he, a harp app. Okay. You get someone else playing the harp. No. I don't want to leave the I, actual harp playing up to Angus. I want a real, like, harp. Okay, we're going to get a harp in studio. (laughs) So David sang to the Lord the words of this song. The Lord delivered him from his hands of his enemies and from the hand of Saul. He said, this is David's song. So uh, he said, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. The Lord is my rock and I am rock hard. (laughs) I love the Lord. This is like kind of famous this is something you'd hear in church all the time okay david this is this is so after all we just read about david's life about the people he killed about the people Mm -hmm. god commanded him to kill about the famines about all the bad things about all the things that he personally overcame my lord's like a chevy silverado (laughs) (laughs) i was strong zach b like a rock Nothing ever got to me. Dude, when we were kids, we used to play like a rock and we'd get take toy cars and pick up huge rocks and just we'd go like a rock. <laughs> smash. Like he called that play. <laughs> yeah, it was. We'd That's like, a funny bit. We would go to the, st- we would go and gather all of toy cars that we could find anywhere at my friend's house, at my house. We'd go to my other friend's house. I'm like, do you have any toy cars? We that play- we can smash? Yeah, we could play like a rock. <laughs> we'd go into their backyard or the driveway and just fucking smash toy cars. That's was, a fucking psycho caveman shit right there. <laughs> yeah, that was like... You know what's fun? Breaking other people's stuff. That was the and same... you know what? When you're a kid, it is. It's so much fun. That was the same age we had to, to kill the wildlife club. <laughs> that we'd like go kill all the birds we could find and then smash cars. We were little tears. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever break your brother's stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember being a kid. That was like the most fun. <laughs> Oops. <Yeah. laughs> That's broken Oh, this now. Barbie used to have a head. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. But I, I don't know. It's just part of growing up. I think it made them better people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all. I mean, they all succeeded. So you. Yeah, they're all better. You had no one to bully you, really. So here we are. That's (laughs) see, that's makes perfect sense. So the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. (laughs) My God is my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and horn of my salvation. Horn here symbolizes strength. So like, like yeah, like a cock, like a big. That's that's straight up what that means. I'm not even joking. Like a weaver's rod. You never want a weaver's rod to fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> he had a horn like a weaver's rod, dude. God damn it. He is my stronghold, my refuge, my savior. From violent men you save me. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise, and I have I am saved from my enemies. The waves of death swirled about me. The torrents of destruction overwhelmed me. The cords of the grave coiled around me. Uh, the snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called to the Lord. I called out to my God. 
from his voice, from his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came to his ears. So this is all stuff they talk about in church. Like when you're in trouble, cry out to God. You can see here that David cried out to God and God answered his prayers. So prayer works. The all-knowing, all-fucking-powerful creator of the universe that has a plan wants you to intercede in his fucking plan. By evidence, by David. Also, Wait, what? Uh, like, I kind of zoned out. <laughs> what I'm saying is the arrogance of thinking prayer works. Like, prayer doesn't work. God, in different it does times, if God likes you. Sometimes, yes. So that's the thing. But, like, as a universal metric, like. Isn't prayer exactly that? Just asking God and hopefully hoping he says yes? Yes. But so there's also work. the same people teach that God has a plan for your life. And your book's written in the day of. In the. And your name's written in the book of life. And God knows every action you're going to take before it happens. Mm -hmm. So, what the fuck the fuck is the maybe, point of praying? Maybe God's got white out. What does that mean? Oh, like he switches it? He actually does say, I will blot out your name from the book of yeah, life. Exactly. So it was written in there, and then he took it out. Did they ever teach in church that maybe God will never answer your prayers no matter how much you ever pray? They should. They should quote that guy from the Holocaust that says, don't tell me that God answers prayer because I fucking prayed every day in there. Yeah. Yeah. They should teach that. Think about all- You know what they would say to that guy, though? You got out. <laughs> you didn't pray hard <laughs> enough. No. I think that's etched into the wall. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Seriously? I, something like that. I mean, look it up. But that is I remember reading that dark. And, and being like, yeah, God doesn't answer prayer. I j you just look around at all the terrible things, all the people that had no chance. Well, that guy's great, great, great grandfather shouldn't have fucking yeah, ate that guy's exactly. apple. Exactly. You know? And then the Christians do that. That's the next thing that they do. Is it, well, So that's why him and his whole family had to die in the Holocaust. <laughs> yes. It's fucking awful. <laughs> but they think that. They're like, well, they deserve it. God can't do anything but wrong. But if, if you put it like that to someone, they wouldn't be like, yeah, that's what happens. Well, that's Your mom would. But she's about the only one that would that I've ever heard. I'm sure there's others Well, because other people have double think. They think. That's my whole point. They yeah. don't actually believe it. Your mom legitimately <laughs> believes everything. So it's pro so you have to succumb to it at a certain point. It's kind of the same idea as karma. If karma were true, then everybody that's having a shit life is beca it's because they deserve it, right? That's the problem with the cast. Well, the funny the way to think about that is everyone that hates Donald Trump, his life is couldn't be more dope. Yeah, he's well. I don't believe in karma either, but yeah, but I understand. Yeah, though, yeah. That that guy has lived the purest life out of almost anyone on the planet. If karma is a reflection of your success and happiness. Did you know, I mean... But they would just say material things don't make you happy. That's like the Buddha bullshit thing, is that you don't actually need stuff. You know what's pretty good, though? Stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what's not good? Having no stuff. Being no hungry. One, no one kills themselves from get it from winning the lottery. Maybe. No, they kill themselves from drug overdosing after they fucking parted their ass off for two years. Like no one wins the lottery and kills himself. Not that day, People that get fired and killed themselves. That's true. I guess you wouldn't. You, no one kills himself from getting a bunch of stuff. You blow. You you spend all that. You money. misuse it. Yeah. No, you use it wisely. You as fast as you can. <laughs> okay, I agree. I'm on board. <laughs> Just fucking, you know. You lease everything, so you have no assets. <laughs> yes. You rent several mansions and maids for them. Yes. You want to when this is all done, be left with nothing. And just call in all your favors. Like, remember all that time I bought you all that stuff? And, and they're like, like, fuck off, dude. Never really liked you. <laughs> yeah. You just had a lot of cocaine. <laughs> uh, Can you imagine how many of those people that lose everything are just assholes, though? I assume every single one of those people that win the lottery and lose all their money is an asshole. Yeah. Because it could go two ways. Either he's just the dumbest person 
and he's like just a super dope guy that wants to help out all his friends have a good time. That's a that's a snare. I feel that like it, that's me. That's what I would yeah, do for sure. You would. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> but there's the other guy that just wants that always kind of never really liked his friends anyways, and now gets to be like, do everything Lord I tell you to them. do, yeah. or I'm not taking you on this fucking trip. I I mean, there's also the. I don't know the weirdness of family. I heard this This American Life podcast. It was about lottery lottery winners and how just like their whole family, second cousins, coworkers, just comes in and says, "Oh, you know, I really need this surgery. I really need this. I really mm-hmm. need that." And like they, within trying to help, within a few years, they're all broke. Yeah, I wouldn't help anybody. <laughs> That's the smart play. It is. I would invest it, and then if they needed something, I'd just throw money into the street, <laughs> so they'd have to work for it on their hands and knees <laughs> yeah. get it on your hands and knees and pick that up yeah dodge traffic um i saw a guy just laying down in the meridian like relaxing today what i do drove well, i drove like to in the, the west. middle yeah and he was just laying I like there. how you call it relaxing because he had his head back. called nodding off no no no. he did oh, not really? look fucked up he did not look fucked up that's the thing because i pulled up next to him at a red light mm-hmm. and i was looking at him and he had his backpack out did you talk to him no, I didn't. He already had a backpack, like, so un- that's not a good sign. Unwrapping time. like a, I don't know, it looked like a CD, honestly. I couldn't tell what it was. Maybe it was a pack of smokes. And he just like laid down and was like stretched out his legs and was like, this is a good spot. That guy is either a hipster douchebag that loves attention so much yeah. that he wants someone he knows to see him. So they go, oh, are you sitting in? Are you the guy from the, the guy Bible Meter podcast lying on the Meridian? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you got me. That was me. <laughs> Uh, verse eight. Yes, I am the king of darkness. The earth trembled and quaked. The foundations of the heavens shook. They trembled because he was angry. Smoke rose from his nostrils. Consuming fire came from his mouth. Burning coals blazed out of it. He parted the heavens and came down. Dark clouds were under his feet. He mounted the cherubim and flew. He soared on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his cherubim canopy. cherubim little babies with wings? Um, cherubim are angels. Aren't they baby angels with wings? The cher- cherubs are angels, but... They, there was a style of drawing angels oh, like okay. that, so that's now what cherubs are known as, but they're really just angels. Okay. But you could imagine he flew down with little I was fat picturing. baby angels. <laughs> My favorite part yeah. is they all have little doinkies. <clears throat> they left all the little doinkies on the babies, and so it's, sure. I don't know. Babies have dicks. Yeah. I mean, in, I was when in Sweden at the I castle. I guess angels can't be women, so that's why they all have penises. <laughs> they had they have, they have che- to let you know it's not a broad. Cherubim all over the roof, and they have, you know- painted into the roof and i just went around taking pictures of all their little doinkies that could that could look one of two ways (laughs) (laughs) nobody edit just that clip out (laughs) also do do you notice the image of god here the earth shook smoke came from his nose he's a tyrant a canopy of yes he's this intimidating warrior god right not the god of peace love your neighbor all this crap he's never been that he hasn't. He's been the god of, of warmongering. But that- Jesus and this guy are the same guy. Yeah. It is retarded. God has like, his propaganda is not even good. He just does no, it's good. fucked up shit and then goes, by the way, I'm an all loving God. That's what, All yeah, loving, all forgiving. Yeah, Trump. But then people have to go, okay, because he's like murdering everybody. No, the thing is he says he's good and then people read that in church and I have to go back and like read all the points. Like, do you notice these other points? They're like, we don't care about that. They said this part was good. It drives me nuts. I like how words mean more than actions to everyone who reads the Bible. Oh, big like time. Like they've described actions directly 
that represent a person's character more than anything you could say. Every man, woman, children, (laughs) child, and infant. God damn. And infant and their animals. Yeah. You know why? Because they're unclean. They're disgusting. Not man. Even let's say, for like I don't know, uh, when you like Sun Tzu said, when you defeat your enemy, destroy them completely. So you kill their children so that they don't rise up. Mm -hmm. You could raise the infants as slaves. And they would just be like your slaves or yeah, your. Yeah, but chi- they could they could fuck and then their population their uh, bloodline would exist. I'm, yeah, their bloodline would exist, which yeah. is a biblical reason to exterminate them. Yeah. But if an all loving God that cared about his creation, why he wouldn't kill any of them then? Right? If he was actually all loving. I know, but I, to me that's he would use his fucking magic to the, make it work out. I mean, he should just do that. Right? He would change everyone's hearts. We went through this before. It's stupid. <laughs> so. Back to the Bible here. He made dark, his darkness a canopy around him. Dark rain clouds of the sky. You know what we need to do? What? For uh, bonus episodes. Yeah. It's a little teaser for what's coming up soon. <laughs> Some bonus episodes. <laughs> I just want to say this on podcast so I remember. We should look up. You don't listen to the fucking podcast. No. Not, no I know. <laughs> I was wanting to say it so you remind me. Okay. Not so I listen back. <laughs> I want you to re- remind me. <laughs> I want – we should check out religious people's podcasts reading the Bible and hear their takes. Oh, yeah, we should. That I want to – that sounds awesome. I want to hear how they deal with the subjects. I also had an idea. I read a lot of, like, the Christian subreddits or reform Look at subreddits. you reading a lot. Well, I just mean – you just see these people that are just tortured. They're like, I feel kind of gay, but the Bible says it's wrong, and I don't want to. And you're just like, this poor fucking guy. If only you didn't believe this nonsense. I know that game. <laughs> 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 or not even that kind of stuff. Like, I really yeah, I know. don't want everything. I don't want to. I feel it like I have bad thoughts. You know, I'm, I'm not the good, best, you know, daughter I can be. And you're like, you sound like an angel, and you hate yourself because of the Bible and church. It's so sad. No, well, will she work harder to be better? I mean, I hope so. But then you will read the comments, and they're like, just keep asking the Lord. You know, don't. Just, I mean, it's, 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 the advice is not helpful. It's like, just keep doing what you're doing, yeah, basically. Keep on asking yourself. Yeah. And since you don't know the answers. I feel like God's not answering quo. my prayer, and it's filling me with doubt, and I feel bad about it. No, it, that's God. He is answering, <laughs> and he's filling you with doubt. It's brutal. How come that's not the conclusion? That is the conclusion that I reached like eventually. If you, if you pray every time, how come God, how come they assume God's not answering their prayers? Yeah, God. Maybe he is and he just hates you. God, God I'm talking to you directly. I would really like an audible voice. God, I'm talking to you right now. This is the king of darkness. You're <laughs> superior. <laughs> I want you to bow down before me. Oh my God, that's funny. If we saw, an, if we imagine we heard an audible voice. If I died right now, that might be proof. No, it wouldn't be proof. It'd be a crazy I know, coincidence. I, gonna, I know it's gonna fucking drive you nuts. Um, out of the brightness of his presence, uh, bolts of lightning blazed forth. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded. He shot arrows and scattered the enemies. Bolts of lightning routed them. The valleys of the sea were exposed, and the foundation of the earth laid bare. At the rebuke of the Lord, at the blast from his nostrils. He reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes who were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a spacious Lord, place. Lord, my bra. Yeah. My Chevy truck. My rock. <laughs> he rescued me because he delighted in me. 
The Lord has dealt me with me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands. He has rewarded me. So there he is, there just sliding it in there. Yeah, not really righteous at all. Remember, the Lord was actually explicitly mad at him with not Bathsheba. Not once have I lifted a tool or fingered my wife. <laughs> my hands. For the Lord kept, for I have kept the ways of the Lord. I have not done evil by turning from my God. All his laws are before me. I have not turned away from his decrees. I have been blameless before him, and I have kept myself from sin. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to my cleanness in his sight. Again, Christians will go, you know, Bathsheba was a slight, you know, miscalculation, a little bit of an overstep, and that's really the only thing David did wrong. It had nothing to do with him usurping Saul, you know, being a murderous brigand in the like around the place, mm -hmm. his family fighting amongst each other, all those kinds of things. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To the blameless, to you the unfaithful. <laughs> yeah, it's you guys. Spread the podcast. To the blameless, you show yourself blameless. To the pure, you show yourself pure. But to the crooked, you show yourself shrewd. You save the humble, but your eyes are on the haughty to bring them low. What? Um, haughty means like boastful or braggart. Like you it would be haughty. I am haughty. Thank you. <laughs> That's <laughs> this guy, man. <sighs> you are my lamp. King of darkness, the haughty. <laughs> Thou shall... H E U be thy name. H A U G H T Y Hottie. Whatever, that's not what I was thinking. Um, you are my lamp, O Lord. The Lord turns my, my darkness into light. Oh, dude, that's what I do. The Lord of Hosts turns the darkness into light. Perfect. I'm the man. There we go, dude. That but that shows that if you're the King of Darkness, yep. I'm still more powerful than you. No, you just you. Just, I turn darkness into light. No, you just turn it into something applicable for people less powerful than me. See, they can't digest. No, my words I can you actually make light. you. No, you're a filter. Eviscerate. <laughs> you're a filter. You're completely gone, <laughs> you're, you're and not, something no, new is taking your you're place. You're not turning to my darkness. You're filtering it. Okay, here's the thing. Darkness. You're, you're like night vision goggles. There's a verse in the Bible that says, um, "Darkness." Jesus says, "Imprisoning me, all, all that, that I see." Absolute horror. No, he says, uh, "Darkness cannot live <laughs> in the light. Like darkness flees from light. Wherever there's light, darkness runs away." So it goes to show that light is, you know, God is more powerful than evil or whatever it is. How come at night when it, darkness also, encompasses the light? Or also black holes, which is actually more energy than a light. <laughs> they didn't talk about that in the Bible. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> well, they, right? That's I mean. But a supernova is probably more powerful than a black hole. Well, they didn't talk it? about anything. They said God created the heavens, and then they left it at that. He didn't give us any rules for physics. They didn't tell us anything about disease or germs. I mean, I guess that you could count the cover your mouth thing. But they didn't give us any practical advice about washing wounds. About any, there's no like scientific discoveries made in the Bible from God. That's this book to help. We well, can't call them scientific discoveries. There's, I, I guess that's a, they're they're pretty against that. I guess you could count their fucking treatment of skin diseases like pretty progressive for its time. Yeah. But you'd think if God meant for us to have this today. Sending the women out on their periods are pretty dope. You think he'd teach us how to program like something to do with computers? Just maybe jumpstart the human race. What? What are you talking about? I'm saying. We have computers. People are programming all the time. Yeah. Oh, but it's not described in the Bible yes. how to program. Yes. They should, the this Bible the, should have C++ in it. Yes, the Bible should have all that shit. It should have way more information about the universe and the cosmos. No, you got to keep it vague so it's applicable forever. That's also, I, it's not nearly as vague as I thought it was going to be. What do you mean? 
Well, all the quotes you hear are super vague. The Bible's yeah. pretty f- specific. God does a lot of very specifically fucked up <laughs> shit that I was never expecting. It's true. Uh, where were we here? So, the, yeah, you turn my darkness into light. With your help, I can advance against a troop. Um, with, with my God, I can scale a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is flawless. That's right there. There's no mm-hmm. mistake in this. Every mistake is intended. That's his opinion. He's like, That's totally David like saying his opinion, this? man. I guess you could say that. But I, th- I feel like if anything made it any, I, that's not true because there's like banter and back and forth to people that are wrong. And he's like writing some gay ass poem right now. God's not even responding to this. <laughs> he, is he doesn't even sh- like it. God loves it. God is, David is God's favorite. That's why Jesus is a descendant of David, even though there's no genetis- genetics from David because his mom. Do you think God tells everyone else to shut the fuck up in heaven, stop worshiping him, so he can hear David's <laughs> Let me hear love poem? <laughs> yeah. Hey, shut the fuck up! D- David, read it again. David wrote this for me. From Again, from the top, with the harp. It'd be funny to God every day to like his... David! No, just like... David, play me the song! To those people in heaven. Hey, has David written anything for me today? Has anyone ever... <laughs> has anyone heard of David has written... I heard David was going to write something for me. I'm just really excited. Uh, the word of the Lord is flawless. He is a shield for all who take refuge for all who take refuge in him. For who is God besides the Lord? And who is the rock except our God? Chevrolet. (laughs) (laughs) Silverado. Like a rock. Real people, not gods. (laughs) It is God who arms me with strength and who makes my way perfect. He makes me like my feet like the feet of a deer he enables me to stand on the heights he trains my hands for battle my arms can bend a bend a bro of bronze that's where you get the bowflex you can give me your shield of victory <laughs> nice. you stoop down to make me great you brought in your path beneath me so that my ankles do not turn that used to be that's every little boy's fucking favorite type of verse this is what you know i used to wear i used to have a set of armor that you know the dollar store armor that you can get Sure. My Plastic dad, shit. There's like a verse later that talks about the armor of God. So you get the sword of the spirit, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the greaves of peace and stuff. Yeah. So you, they just indoctrinate you as a kid to be like, you're a mighty warrior of God. You're going to fight demons. You're also invincible. And so when you're a kid, you buy into all this shit. And, and I like how like fighting demons, you're a warrior. And then you just grow up and you're just... You're, some You're fucking... protesting soldiers' funerals and calling everyone fags. <laughs> yes, but that's like, what this they... is. What I was. This is what I was born to be. That's what they do to you, man. With your, especially little boys, they all all that stuff. They theme it like that, and you're like tough, and God's cool, and David. You're like, mighty. fuck yeah, I'm ready to go. And then they yeah. go, here's a here's a picket sign. Yep. And then they also say shutting down bakeries. You're persecuted all the time. So like you you play the you have the victim complex and you're a warrior. It's Bananas. That's awesome. Best of both worlds. Um, I pursued my enemies and crushed them. I did not turn back until they were destroyed. I crushed them completely. You know what's uh, weird? Like Jews as a as a people species. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Kyle. <laughs> that was the wrong word. I did actually say that. As a people, as a what's historical, as called? a culture, no. as a as a people. But I was thinking of a different word. Doesn't matter. Like the a genealogy. T- yeah, the Assyrians or Babylonians. Not the, that's not the word I meant either. <laughs> But, uh, fuck it, I've said worse things. <laughs> but uh, you'd think, like, as as good at fighting and as as, as well-documented their, their history is in battle and how good they were. Yeah. 
Well, that, this is that you think nowadays that would translate into like one Jewish UFC fighter, and I don't mean religiously Jewish. I mean bloodline like Jewish. Le- Legend of Zohan type character. Just fucking, I want one hawk nose guy in the UFC. <laughs> is what I'm saying. How about one? How about that new Swedish guy that's got three victories in 66 days? He's like another crazy Russian. See the guy the that one punched him. Yeah, yeah, that guy's a psycho. He's supposed to have crazy good wrestling, like Khabib. Oh yeah, he, he's from the same. He called area, himself I think. Khabib 2.0. Yeah, he's like, and then he knocked a guy out in 17 seconds with one punch. He said, "This time I'm gonna show Dana my boxing, dude." He's fought, and then he's like, "I'll fight anybody, like anytime." And yeah, fought, well, Again. he didn't wear himself out. Yeah, he just walked fucking up, knocking game. people out in one punch. Um, where were we? I pursued my enemies and crushed them. Does Russia? Russia has so many badass fucking yeah dudes yeah. in that country. Because it sucks all the time. I get that. But do they have, like, a well-documented, besides the Soviet, like, prior to that, historical, like... Army track yeah, record? good track record is the one I was looking for. Yeah, they had... They were... one. They were definitely been a world power for, like, all Prior to the Soviet years. Union, everything. Okay, so, yeah. The Mongols ran up against them, beat them all the way back into, like, Russia, but not because Russia's so huge they couldn't beat all of Russia. Yeah, yeah. But they had those people, and then... Prior to World War One, they had, you know, Nicholas the Great. They had many SARS. So they would sweep into Europe as far as maybe Germany, Poland, and they would own that when they were strong. And then, mm-hmm. you know, they would get beaten back. And I think the furthest they got was World War Two. Like, I wonder how much of it is just this place I live in sucks. I want out so bad. I will dedicate my whole life on the chance that I can leave this shithole. Yeah, they. I mean, the Russians. Like some of these small places that all these fighters come from, you they you hear people, you hear some of them talk about it, like not negatively, but it's like freezing cold. Yeah, ninety percent of the time. They they had peasants like peasants in the truest sense of the word. Like you work for the guy whose land you live yeah. on. I think one of the latest in Europe. I'm th- I think that's true. That makes perfect sense. So they and had, all those guys can were, beat the fuck out of anyone. And they now. just were pest- and So they had a long-standing professional army of soldiers just used to crush rebellions for hundreds of years. And those God people damn. were either hired by or forced to by the king to like take over whatever he wanted. Yeah. Guaranteed none of those soldiers, none of their descendants are in the UFC. It's all those guys <laughs> that got pushed down peasants. over and over and over again. Uh. We're almost done this super long song. Um, you may, So I crushed them completely, and they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You armed me with strength for battle. You made my adversaries bow at my feet. You made my enemies turn their backs in flight, and I destroyed my foes. They cried for help, but there was no one to save them. To the Lord, but he did not answer. So that means they cried out to you sometimes, and you didn't help them because you're my guy. Yeah. Thanks, boss. <laughs> I Up beat- top. I beat them as fine as the dust of the earth. I pounded them and trampled Whoa. them like mud in the streets. Shit. It's kind of badass. That's honestly. pretty. That's pretty badass. The next, I beat this, beat them as fine as the dust on the earth. Next podcast, we get to read about David's mighty men. It's like little vignettes of like his best fighters. They have stories like this one guy killed eight hundred men at once and shit like that. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, it's impossible. But awesome. You have delivered. So are superhero mu- movies. <laughs> yeah, but when you read it as a kid, you're like, yeah, he really did kill 800 guys. It's like a fucking superhero movie, and you don't know what you're. Lo- when you're a kid, some I- people, some kids think like. Uh, like Superman's real and yeah. Batman's real. Kids jump off the roof and shit thinking they can fly. But also, my parents fucking think this is real and told me that this is true. Yeah, your, car- your parents are like 
are like 60 year olds that still believe in Santa Claus. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> grew up and just, oh no, he's real. I get presents every year. Where are my presents <laughs> I coming? I still keep getting presents. <laughs> Where are my presents coming from? I speak from? in front of these people and they give me <laughs> presents. Um, you delivered me from the tax of my people. Dude, also notice the fucking, like, two pa- like paragraph two. You ha- you saved me when everything was going bad. All my enemies rose up against me. There was nothing I could do. And then, like, verse 10, he's like, I crushed them completely. My arms are the strongest. You know? I am the shit. Yeah, yeah, well, like, he's, like, complete despair at one. I mean, I guess you could say that his life had the uh, ebbs and flows. Uh, people did not, you delivered me from the attacks of my people. You preserved me as the head of nations. People I did not know are subject to me. The foreigners come cringing to me. As soon as they hear me, they obey me. They lose all heart. They come trembling from their strong strongholds. Um, one minor note, you're asking about Jews being a badass people. There's kind of two schools of thought on this. One is that we... They're, the ruins of David's kingdom are kind of buried under modern day stuff and we haven't found it or that he was really not as powerful as the Bible leads us to believe. And he might have been in charge of like, you know, a couple villages in the hill country and they just wrote about him like he was the shit. And he was really kind of just like it's kind of what it sounds like the king of 5000 guys tops. Right. He's talking about having 70,000 war. He's talking about having hundreds of thousands of warriors. Well, he's not. Someone else is talking about it on his behalf. Oh, that's true. Um, the Lord lives. Praise be to my rock. Exalted be God, the rock, my savior, my Chevy. He is the God who avenges me. He puts the nations under me, who sets me free from my enemies. You exalted me above my foes from the violent men. You rescued me. Therefore, I, therefore, I will praise you. O Lord among nations, I will sing the praises of your name. He gives his king great victories. He shows unfailing kindness to his appointed, to David and his descendants forever. And that's the song of David next week on the podcast. The last words of David and the exploits of David's mighty men. I'm actually stoked for it. Oh, and I'm going to make you read a section. Okay, I'm down. Look at this. From here, it's just like a half a page of names. And you get to read it. Sure. Because <laughs> I think it'll be funny. Fucking kill it. Well, I, str- it. I struggle through all the names, too. So. Dude, Anyways. I'm, I'm the king of darkness. I'm unfathomable. Did uh, Did you learn anything today, Kyle? Nope. Nope. Nothing Nothing at all. Nope. God still sucks. You didn't learn that God still sucks. Still uh, still calling on your name, God. Still waiting for you to show up. He can't give, attack his superiors. Give, <laughs> give us any indication that you're alive. Did we get any emails this week, Kyle? We did. No title on this one. It just goes, morning. I personally think this is the best pitch I've ever sent your way. Okay, so be prepared for a... <laughs> a big letdown. A big old fucking <laughs> letdown. Dude, does this guy know the first thing about... Pit? Like, you like you want to keep expectations low. Whoa. Under promise, over deliver. This is the best offer you're ever going to get. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good start. Okay, so at the DNC... For your best one, not a good start. So at the DNC this week, we heard how capitalism isn't working or should be abolished. I don't even think they said that. I didn't hear that either, but I'm just going to take this guy's word okay. for it and talk about it like as if that were true. There is some people like OAC and that kind of want that, so that's OAC. possible. AOC. AOC, whoops. And at the RNC next week, you'll hear the opposite. 
Where does the Bible stand on this issue? Okay, so where does the Bible stand on governments? I guess they say. Um, the Bible is very. This is an actually a complicated. It's very one communist that I can't answer off the top of my head, but it's more communist. If you look at the life, way more communist. If you look at the life of Jesus, you'll realize that he lived an awful like lot like a poor person and talked about sharing. Yes, they were. But I'll tell you why it's also communistic because God gives things to people. You don't earn them yourself in a capitalist society. You earn them. You earn it yourself. There's also there's some people get more lottery tickets in life than everyone else. But you're expected to push your way through to some type of net gain higher than where you started. That's supposed to be possible in all capitalist societies. If there's a God that can hold you down at any moment, that is no longer. Like, you know, just for example, like last week on the podcast, we read about David having three years of famine. And after three, that was completely out of his control. And after three years of people starving to death, he goes... Hey God, are you mad at me for something? Did I? Did we do something? He's like, yeah, the Gibeonites. I remember that shit now. After four hundred years later, go kill the rest of the de- descendants of and Saul. Then I'll give you some. Then I'll give they you never some... really said they got food though. Um, it said. Is it kind of just implied? I think it's implied that but that they was, never said it. It said the Lord was pleased. Yeah. So that's it though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess we just we just assume. I mean, it's not that yeah, big of know, a stretch. You know what they say though. This is a good question. Um, there's. I uh, I want to actually study this more because I feel mm-hmm. like I'm getting way over my head. But my there's a a book I was reading where an economist studied biblical uh, interest rates. You know how the Jews don't charge each other interest rates; they only charge far- foreigners interest rates. Yep. And they have that seven year debt cycle. And my dad fully believes this. Uh, I don't know if it's true or not but some economist i don't know if it was a christian guy or not if it was if he had like an actual accredited degree or not but he went through and analyzed you know great economies in history from rome to the ottoman empire to everywhere and people that followed this system had stronger economies according to i know my dad would hear that and want to believe it so well that makes sense to me but he's the person that told me about it so what i'm saying is i don't know that that that's that's true i only know that for that from hearsay so, but to your question of what the Bible says so about that's capitalism, not communistic or capitalistic, uh, it's not. I would say more. That's it's more capitalistic. more capitalistic. Yes, on forgiving of yes. loans and stuff and interest rates, but that's kind of to his question was. Is, capitalism would demand a free market which charges interest. What I'm telling you is, I will do some homework, and next week <laughs> I will come more prepared to tell you what the Bible says about interest rates. Sick. Everyone's gonna be. <laughs> fucking waiting Dude, for the, on the edge episode. of your seat. Can't fucking wait. And David's Mighty Men. Okay, he says in a just published Real Clear Religion op ed, legendary Wall Street fund manager Charles Mizrahi, an observant Jew. I don't know if that's a book he made or something. No, that means that he actually follows the laws of Judaism. Oh. He observes the laws. Oh. Lays out Not the just like he's paying attention, this <laughs> Jewish guy. I thought maybe he wrote a book that was called that because he put these little dashes beside it. And he lays out the biblical roots of capitalism, how God created this economic system, and how it's the key to solving income inequality. That might be exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it might be. Well, I'll have to do some reading. Well, he gave us a link, so. Okay. When is best... Also, dude... ...to connect you with Charles for an interview? <laughs> Who the fuck is Charles? If you're serious, um, we'll email this guy back. I don't it's know. Charles again. Is he the guy that wrote that? No. Who's Charles? 
When is best to connect you with Charles for an interview? Okay. We'll do this. Is Email us back. Off the podcast stuff. <laughs> Email us back and let us know who the fuck Charles is. Chuck. Oh, yeah. Chuck, the observant Jew. Because with respect, Matthew. It's very respectful. Matthew. Okay. And also, I mean, I'm not, I want to just come out and also say that, you know, you're talking to a d- couple dumbasses. So even if. Not a fucking genius, dude. Okay. You're talking to one dumbass and the king of darkness. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I, I actually can concede King of Darkness now, even though you're the interrupter and that's what I'm going to call you, but just only because the Lord can banish the d- d- darkness. So I can do that whatever <laughs> I want, and it's biblical. Whatever, I'm kidding. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I think that's the podcast for this week, eh, Kyle? Yep. And there's no outro song for us. But they'll so be hearing we're just something trailing off. <laughs> right now. Yeah. I mean, tell your friends about us. I don't notice that our listenership didn't go up. Go ahead and, yeah, emails, you guys. That was a good, that's the kind of shit that I like. Hard biblical questions. And if you email us, I pr- we promise we'll read them. And, uh, you know, that's, I mean, that's all. I mean, that's no, it. That's all. That's it. That's all. No more to Where be said. Where can they send them? Um, that's a good question, Kyle. Bible beaters at canadacomedy.ca. Just straight up Bible beaters with an S in the end. Yep. At canadacomedy.ca. Yep. Cool. Cool beans. This is weird. Play the song. The song's already playing, probably. Goodbye. I don't even have headphones on. I'm just talking, talking staring at me, trying to make me feel awkward. He's not even going to say anything, and that's going to get too much.